up in motorcades. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. Choppers are throw away. Hustle the overway. That's why they follow me, huh? They think I know the way. Start to control the things. Ball in the solo way. And if you pattern my trend, I make you my protege. Slossing that soldier race. Niggas don't know them days. Take you in back of the buildings. Make you expose your rage. Take you across the tracks. Make you explode the face. Now you official now. But you got a soul to say. Welcome to No Cuffs, No Chains Podcast. This is your host, Old Black. And your boy Live Different. How y'all doing this afternoon? Man, man, man. Today we want to take the time to shout out a black-owned business. We want to take the time to shout out the law office of India Y. Ali LLC. Man, um, we want to take time to shout out you, Queen. Uh, she's doing a lot of amazing things for the community. Um, she's located in Georgia right now, in Atlanta, Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. She's located in Georgia right now. Um, she she has her own practice going on. Um, she does uh, trust, wills, estate planning, car accidents, um, anything in that nature, man. If you need help with, uh, need some legal advice, uh, she, she, she informed me that she does free consultations. And she'll be able to... Um, give you more information man if you want to yeah, yeah. if you want to contact her you can definitely go on her website um you can go on ig and follow her at india y ali um and on ig her name is attorney.iya so it's attorney then a dot iya so you can go and um Follow her and ask her all the questions you want. Again, is that attorney? Well, I can say the correct term, period. Attorney, period, I-Y-A. You go in there yeah, and follow make her. Sure, make sure y'all go hit her up, man. She also does dog bites, and I think she said something about slip and fall, so make sure you hit her up. Go on her website. You can DM her for any additional questions about that you have. Like you said before, she does free consultation so make sure you take advantage of that that's a black queen make sure that we you know support each other make sure we support you know each other and what we do in our pursuit um today's episodes we're gonna go over like Otis said um we're gonna go over wills trust and why they are important the difference between that so he had a they she had a live on his on her page uh that included Otis and um it's just going over the importance of wills and trust. Otis has his own personal story um, that he's sharing. So shout out to him for sharing that. And shout out to her for, you know, giving us the opportunity to talk to, you know, a professional, a licensed professional. Um, and something that really hits home. When you hear the numbers, like she was saying, um, in 2019, 70, 70% of African-Americans did not have a will. So that's that's staggering. Think about all the lost money that's out there, 70%, you know? And 42% of Americans, period, that's including all races, did not have a did not have a will. And that's not even talking about trust. So um those numbers were staggering. Um we're gonna get into this episode with uh Otis and Miss Um Ali and 
We'll tell, tell we're going to uh, do some overview after that. Thank you. Today is Mr. Otis Douglas. How you doing? And I'm so happy to have you on. This is my second live and we, we've been wanting to do another one just to get back talking about state planning and how important it is. And we are really, obviously, well, not everybody else, but you and I, we connected years ago. Mm-hmm. For all of you that do not know, we share an uncle. Yes. <laughs> and so <laughs> we connected years ago in California. And since we've kind of, you know, gone on to do our own things, and Otis is currently going through a probate journey of his own, uh, dealing with some issues with his family. And I wanted to bring him on to kind of discuss his own experiences and how an estate plan would have definitely helped, I guess, lessen the time he time and probably the finances and resources he's spent and the energy he's um has has used to kind of get through this process and what he's doing now with his own organization and business to build generational wealth for the generation to come in his family. Yeah. So Mr. Douglas, if you introduce yourself and kind of tell us a little bit about you and we can talk about your journey. Yes, yes, we definitely can. Like you said, my name is Otis Douglas. I'm one half of the owner of No Cuff, No Chains. The other half is Mia. The podcast is me and my one of my co-hosts, Lewis. He wasn't able to join. I don't know what happened, but yeah. So basically, No Cuff, No Chains. You know, we started that. To help our people, you know, to help our people to dig into issues and problems that we see all the time that's in our community, in our community. We hear a lot of people talking about the problem, but there's not also giving solutions. We want to also give solutions to every problem that that we know of. Like we even lived, you know what I'm saying, these issues. Also, we want to also be spokesperson for prison reform. So it's a lot of individuals that I'm connected with that's in in prison, like personal friends. And my dad, you know, he passed on, but he was in prison as well for what eleven years. He's like, man, we want to start helping these individuals that's in there. And some of them in there, I have a personal friend right now. He's in there. He's been wrongly convicted in the state of Florida. He's been in there what six years now. So mm-hmm. it's like, man. So I've been trying to help him out financially while he's in there, mental, and also he's. When they get out of prison, let's connect them with different resources of just not just putting them back on the street. Because most of them, exactly. they end up going right back. Like, okay, let's go back to what I'm used to, whatever, to, to survive. So it's like, man, let's get these people some counseling, some therapy. You know what I'm saying? Connect with therapists that will, well, connect with our organization where we can send them, you know what I'm saying? Send them, like, let's get them housing. Let's get them food. Also in our lower class community, let's get these individuals food food bank like we used to own a food bank back in the day with my dad and i was like you know what i need to continue that journey where well, he started with sepa and i was like you know what i'm gonna continue this journey i also opened up one once we get things rolling like we because we freshly started we freshly we knew new to the scene so it was like man if we get the correct resources and connect with the right people and and just stay on the journey it's gonna happen we got big goals we going we got big goals and plans and with the podcast like i said we want to come me and my co-host we was like you know what let's talk about problems that everyday problems that goes on into the into the black community that goes on every day like we live these issues but we want to give some type of solution like we don't have all the answers 
but we want to try, right. you know, try to give some solutions like, like today, like, right. it's, like this live trust wills and state planning, man, that's a big one. Like I, I, I can talk from that. Like you said, you're going to tell a little bit about my story. I can talk about that personally, man. And this goes on a lot in the black community that we don't. Yeah. We were just um, talking about the numbers. I ended up in 2019, nearly 70%, 70% of African-Americans did not have a will or a state plan. Yeah. That, in 2020, that number decreased of the amount of African-Americans that did have a will. And that's just a will, not a trust or any other, I guess, you know, part of a mm -hmm. plan. That number increased by 6%. And so last year in 2020, it, it increased to 27.5% of African-Americans having a will. And I'm sure we can credit that to COVID. Mm -hmm. I imagine most of us, COVID was, it is still a scare. Mm -hmm. It was a much bigger scare last year when it was kind of, it's still new, still don't really know what's going on, but last year was kind of unexpected. And I think a lot of people are trying to get things in order. Yeah. And those numbers are, are scary. Yeah, it is. Um, and so many of us don't know. And that's why it's important, like you said, to educate ourselves, educate our community, mm -hmm. making sure that our our families are taken care of, yeah. our community is taken care of, and how can we do that? We have to spread knowledge, right? Yeah, we have to definitely. make sure everybody informed and that they can make the right decision, the best decision for them and their assets. Yeah. And I definitely, towards the end of this, want to learn more about No Custom Change, about the podcast organization, okay. all that stuff. But I do want to dive into your personal journey. Yeah. One, I know like when we met, you were in California. Mm -hmm. Are you now living in Florida? Actually, right now I'm in California and okay. I'm doing it, over trying to open it here in Florida. So I'm moving back that way probably like end of this year. End of this year, okay. yeah. Got you. And I see we have a question from Facebook that says what happens and we'll answer that. I think we're going to answer that question in, in within your own personal yeah, story. Okay. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked, what happens to assets when someone dies without a will? So I will kind of answer that myself, but I want to first let you kind of dive into your story with your, your personal experience, which I think okay. is, is a beautiful story, but it's yeah. also, it's sad too. Yeah, it is. But it's beautiful in the sense of how you're carrying the torch, really. Mm -hmm. I mean, how you've grown from it, but I mean, if you could take us back to 2017, because I know we're yeah. four years into this, and you know, based on our conversation in 2017, you you know, you lost some important people in your life. Yeah. So, 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 just taking it back to 2017, I lost my mother first. It was my stepmother, but she was like a mom. I call her. Hey, she did things like a mother does. That's my mom. Then I lost my dad. That was married to her. He lo lost her two months after her. They, it was on the same day. Was, and wow. Then I, then I lost my grandmother. Same day, two months right behind my dad. So they was equally just, just yeah. um, what, 60 days apart? So, man, when I lost them, my thing of will, probate, trust, estate, we don't talk about that in the family. Yeah. We're not, okay, that time, we don't want to. I know me personally, I hated talking about that with my dad because I'm like, you know what? I don't want to think about that, even though I see you like declining, but I don't want to really get into that. And I was the right. only, one, only one around my dad, like helping him, bathing him, things like that. But I'm like, man, I don't want to talk about it. Even with my mom, I'm like, uh, I don't want to talk about it. She was like, hey, I think she mentioned to me one time, I was like, I got a life insurance policy. It's 10 grand. 
And I'm like, okay, fine. That helped bury you. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk more. My grandmother, she told me she had a will. We don't know what happened to it. It just right. disappeared. Like, okay, we don't know what happened to it. So I'm like, man, so after he passed away, you know, it, it becomes this thing of, I tried to come to the family, my sisters, you know, I have three other sisters. I tried to come to them and be like, you know what? Here's the cash. This is what he had. We could split it. The house, though, I was like, hey, the house, no one stayed there but me. So I was like, hey, how do y'all feel about it? They was like, okay, we want you to have it. That's, that's what they told me at first. But of course, things changes. When money, when they assume money, more money is supposed to be there that's being presented. But unfortunately, I had to bury him. You know what I'm saying? I had to plan it and all this. But they don't want to talk about that. So yeah. luckily, he had a little cash saved away. And he already had told me, hey, man, when I pass away, whatever, get the cash. Don't wait on life insurance policy. Just bury me. Because I don't believe in no life insurance policy. I don't believe. You know, that's that old school thinking. Like, I don't believe in none of that. Just get the cash out the bank. Bury me. Put me in the ground or cremate, cremate me. <laughs> So I'm like, all right, man. So I said, you know what? As soon as that happened, that's exactly what I did. So had him buried, whatever. But and I tried to go communicate. I like, hey, I try to be fair with everything. So I went to them like, hey, this is what he has left in the bank account. Hey, you sign this paper to release y'all rights to the to the property because that's what you guys said. I want to take this home and, and be my person because it's not it's not money to me. Like the the house wasn't money to me. I'm like, this is something that. The memories, these memories here. I want to keep this, keep it in the family like that. And if I have kids, we can go there, live there. This is grandmother, whatever. Keep it going. So, you know, unfortunately, this happens in the black community a lot. Dollar amount came up. Hey, this was supposed to be there. I'm like, hey, I'm telling you, I'll show you all the receipts if you need it. Unfortunately, he didn't have a will in place. He didn't have a trust in place. He didn't have none of this in place. So, unfortunately, anybody can throw any, anything what they assume onto his assets. Oh, he has this. He has that. He had, I'm like, I'm telling you, that's not what he had. Oh, so, now it's this back and forth thing where now we're bickering amongst each other. We bickering. We arguing. We can't stand each other. I haven't talked to my sisters in, since they passed away. I haven't talked to them. So, wow. so, I'm like, hey, look, if y'all mad at me or y'all saying I'm lying, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But I know I'm telling you the truth, what, what's going on. But it's cool. So it goes on. It comes up. She was like, hey, you know what? I changed my mind. I want to, I want the property. I want a piece of the property. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, well, if you want a piece of property, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But I've been here since he passed away and I done took care of everything, put thousands of dollars in this property right. and fixed it up. So I'm like, so you, it's right for so, let's do this fair. Help me out here. But that didn't happen. Long story short is that they got an attorney, came after me. Boom. I'm like, okay, well, I'm getting an attorney now. So I'm not just going to bag up. So I got an attorney. So you, you, both, you both are basically spending money. Yep. <laughs> of what we. In, in, in probate court. <laughs> yeah. With separate attorneys. Mm-hmm. Arguing over your dad's estate, estate. And he didn't have a will to dictate what happened. Nope. At his death, and obviously he didn't have a trust before he died to put all his assets into the trust yep. that pretty much would you know take care of itself upon himself. The trust will dictate with who goes to who, mm -hmm. and and going back to what you were saying, those conversations, right? Mm -hmm. I do think it's 
and maybe it's not rare to me because as an attorney, obviously me and my husband, we talk about it. Me and my mom, we talk about it. And I'm making, I'm making sure we had things in place. Yeah. But I would imagine that the general public and even just not even black America, because mm-hmm. they, from my, the research and the numbers, yeah. only 42%, 42% of Americans in 2019 had a will. So that's not even half, yeah. right? That's not accounting for maybe they have a trust instead. But there was a question that came up on Facebook that said, essentially, would you do something differently or would you have a, and I would imagine the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Knowing what you know now, if you had the chance to have the conversation with your dad yes. before. Of course. I'm sure you guys would have talked about that. Yeah. Made sure he had a will so it wouldn't be a question about who he wants yeah. to have the house. Mm-hmm. And that way, you and your sisters would have been very clear. Mm-hmm. And there would be no argument for them to bring up. In, in in any courtroom or, yeah. you know, for an attorney to argue anything because the will would have dictated that, mm-hmm. right? And if he did a trust, all of his assets, the house, anything else he would have owned outright would have been transferred into the name of the trust yeah. when he was alive and he would have had trust instructions that said what happens with assets upon himself. Mm-hmm. So the property could have just been deeded directly to you from the trust if that's what he wanted, right? Yeah. And sorry to cut you off, but there was another question that said, what happens to assets when somebody dies without a will, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously your father was in Florida. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not licensed in Florida, so I can't say what Florida law is, but in yeah. Georgia, when somebody dies with assets without a will, if they're heirs or beneficiaries, meaning children and mm-hmm. stuff like that, the way Georgia law works is, depending if you have a spouse and some children, it's divided, it's automatically divided up amongst them in a certain way mm-hmm. if you don't have a will. Yeah. But if they can't agree, <laughs> It's easier when people can agree, yeah, right? True. When they can agree, that there's a law in place that you know the the state the state law says this is what happens to the property yeah. when there's multiple heirs and they can't agree, right? Mm-hmm. And so that could have taken place, and I'm sure that's what would happen in Florida. Yeah. But I don't I don't know. Obviously, and from my understanding, this he died in 2017. And it's 2021, <laughs> and the probate is still not resolved, yeah. right? Yeah, it's wow. no, it's okay. still, it's still. We just got a, a exchange today. We just got an answer today where it's like, hey, we want one third of the house. So just like you said, okay, well, if we don't agree, they force it to be sold. You know what I'm saying? So right, like okay, exactly. well, sell it, y'all split it, and that's what. Oh, I pay them out. Like all right, I pay you out, and then right, we can end that. And. Has the court saying things? You obviously you had some expenses, and normally if a if a heir had some expenses and they have proof of those expenses, they should be able to recoup those back. Yeah, that's what. Do you know you'll be okay? Yeah, that's what this the attorney I'm working with. He's good of what what he does. He's like, no, he's like, yeah, write every expense down that you spent, so I can yeah, just like you said, take that that to be accounted for when we have a hearing. But we had a hearing. And then they canceled on the hearing. So it's like, man, it's, it's a headache. Yeah. And I'm like, man. It's a headache. <laughs> and then with COVID, right, that set a lot of things back. back. Yeah. And and then it's, when you think about it, because obviously you said that you would have a different conversation with your father had, you know, mm-hmm. you know, if you could foresee the future, you would have had a different conversation to make sure he had something in place. That essentially is the lesson is if you don't take care of your business, mm-hmm. the courts will. <laughs> They you will pay an attorney. You will pay an attorney too. Mm-hmm. And you and your family will pay for it because if you guys are going to be arguing and bickering about it, that tears the family apart, right? Yeah, and it it, does. this is the this is the part, the point in your lives where you guys need to be coming together. You lost mm-hmm. your father, 
Yeah. So it's be coming together and, and planning together. Okay, well, how do we avoid this in the future? Yeah. Instead, of you guys are arguing about what's going to happen with the house and all these other things. Yeah. And it's you can four be focused years. on other things. <laughs> exactly. Like, and you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I cut you off a little bit, so you no, can you, get back to, you know, to your story. I'm sorry. No, you good. You, you, you're good because you, you're saying factual things. It's like, man, it's like, hey, I always, like, I said something to them the other few years ago. I was like, you can have everything. Just give my parents back. Like, y'all fighting yeah. about money that typically wasn't ours. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't ours. And also, my dad did bring up his, actually, because, you know, he was in the VA. My dad did bring up. A lawyer. I mean, not a lawyer, but his VA rep. She actually brought up the will and said, hey, here's a will. Write it out. But I couldn't do it because in the state of Florida, if you're a power attorney, you can't do the will. So that's by law. If you're a power attorney, you can't draw up a will. So he told my lady, hey, look, you do it. You're outside of it. You can do it. Write up the will. But we thought he had more time. And he's like, you know mm. what? He has more time. He's going to be here. And he, I think... It wasn't three weeks later. He, I mean, two weeks wow. later, he was in the hospital on a ventilator, can't talk. So it's wow. Like, and I can't. And at that point, he can't do the will. No, nope. exactly. At the point, I can't wow. go in there and say, "Hey," or she can't go in there and say, "Hey, sign this." Like you know what I'm saying? Because he already telling, "Hey, I want you to have." He was telling us by my, and that happens a lot in the black community. I said this can happen. That word of mouth don't mean nothing. You got to have exactly. that on legally paperwork and and exactly. also. In the state of Florida, that well, thing in Georgia, yeah, yeah. you gotta have it. it has to be written. You can't do anything. Yep. I mean, some states allow oral wills, but yeah. that's like he say, she say, nobody, yeah. you know. So, and, and also too, you gotta have it where it's filed with the state. So once, mm, okay. once that in Florida, once it's told and wrote, written down, you can't yeah. go put that in your lockbox and like, okay, uh, that's okay. where it's staying. No, you have to go file that with the state so state can have a record. Hey, look, when probate, anything comes, yep, he had a state, he had this filed and notarized back on this date, so this is what we're going wow. with. You just can't Got come you. up because that's an issue that came up with my grandma's mother's estate where it was saved and put away, then it was presented after she passed away and it was challenged. Wow, no. Georgia's different. We can obviously you can draft it, sign yeah. it, all that stuff. You can file it with the court and just for safekeeping purposes, mm. so it's on record. Mm-hmm. But most people, I don't, I won't say most people do, don't do that. I do yeah. have a lot of clients that don't do that. I think I filed one or two with the courts for safekeeping. Mm. Everybody else is keeping it in a lockbox. So <laughs> that I didn't know for well, obviously that's interesting yeah. before. And see, they won't tell you that. Way to do it. Yeah, they won't. They won't tell you that. Like, hey, they'll tell you to do the same way that you're saying about Georgia. That's what I thought you can do. Yeah. But as soon as the presented, I learned from my grandmother's estate. As soon as it came up, and then the will was presented, it was like, oh no, it's challenged, and that's not what it, that's not what we going by. We don't, we don't agree with that. So the challenge, right. like, oh, well, she didn't file it with the state, or attorney didn't file it with the state, so we can challenge. You guys can challenge it. It's like, oh, wow. here we go. Like, and are you still dealing with her probate stuff now? Yeah, too? I'm still dealing with that too. So it's like, ah, man, it's one. And, 2017 as well? Yeah, that one's so yeah, yeah, 2017. Two separate prob- probate matters going mm-hmm. on? And money. They both in Florida? <laughs> yeah. Both in Florida. Yeah, both in Florida. So you coughing up a lot of dough, man. What? Just money <laughs> after money. I'm like, here we go. Here we go. I was like, man, this is ridiculous. Like, And it's all, it all comes to because we can't agree. It's like, oh, okay, we not agree. Yeah. Me, I'm more of, 
the things that I had to, I had to take some soul searching and sit back and look myself in the mirror and be like, look, yeah. man, what am I doing? And my, my thing is what I know now is like, it's not about the quick dollar for me. It's about, yeah. Hey man, what future? Like we can really build for the future. If we keep their legacy going and what they had going, like the, the, exactly. especially like the estate, the property that she has now, it's like, man, you can make that for our kids, kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's exactly. Like, Funny that you say that. Well, I'm a fan of winners. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people may not like him, but Floyd Mayweather, he recently just said, I know we talk about legacy and, you know, wealth and, you know, generational wealth and all that stuff. But he was talking about the assets he has, right? Mm-hmm. How his, his kids cannot eat legacy, but they can eat off of his assets. Mm-hmm. And you were just like making a great point about, you know, had you had your grandmother and your dad had a plan, right? Yeah. And I'm not even talking about a will. And I, yeah. at, at a minimum, have a will, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about if we, we, if we had a trust in place. Yeah. That at this point, four years later, the value of those properties probably would have increased. Yeah, true. And then that is something that can build wealth for the generations to come. Mm-hmm. You and your kids' kids, your sisters and their kids, and keep it in the family. Yeah. And while you're talking about being in probate and neither one of them technically didn't have a will, right? Mm-hmm. The whole point is to avoid probate, period. period. At all yeah. costs, we want to avoid probate. I'm telling and the you. only way to do that is to have a trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we can talk about having a will, not having a will. And having a will is good. Yeah. However, depending on somebody's assets. And generally, if you have a piece of property, you need to have a trust. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah, that's that's one thing our, our, our company I mean, our company, sorry, our community, mm-hmm. <laughs> it does not really talk about. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because we've been kept in the dark or we shy away from it because for so long, at least even in law school for me, we didn't really like learning about trust because we were taught it's difficult. They're difficult. They're difficult to That's understand. What, they're difficult to grasp, yeah. all this stuff. And will is just easy. The will is a two, two to five page paper. It's easy, right? Wow. Or trust document is a little bit it's, it's also a, a written document, mm-hmm. but it's a little bit more in depth, mm-hmm. right? And it's a way to transfer assets before you die. Yeah. And so you have full control over your assets while you're still alive. It's just in the name of the trust, but you're your trustee because you're alive. Yeah. Right? And so say I have a house. I'm alive. I own my home. I can deed my home from me to the name of my trust. And now my trust owns the home. And I have trust instructions within my trust mm-hmm. that say upon my death, deed this property to such and such mm-hmm. that protects it. There's no, there's no probate court involved in that at all. So on the back end, I don't have to talk to any attorney about probate. Yeah. I don't have to pay any court costs. I don't have to be tied up for years. For real. Right. Trying to get assets transferred and there's no bickering going on. Yeah. I'm sitting here with my family. Hey, this is my trust. I want this person to be my trustee. Yeah. You don't get anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. You know exactly, you know, where I stand. Yeah. And I think that's what's missing. I mean, you said it earlier, didn't have the conversation. Yeah. We're not having those conversations. And that's why it's important that when we know something, we have those conversations. Yeah. Right. And we're now doing this live. So hopefully everybody is watching. Yeah. They're they're hearing something that they either heard before, they haven't heard, and they're learning mm-hmm. something, or like be it's reaffirming or reassuring that, hey, I need something in place. I heard of a trust. I'm not too sure. I have a will. I don't have a will. Yeah. And I need to get something in place. And you and I are relatively young. Mm-hmm. But just like you said, we don't know. Yeah, we don't. When our time is. True. And so have to have something, right? Yeah. And so I definitely think it's important that at a minimum have a will. But if you can get a trust, definitely get a trust. And I, I want you to 
you know, jump back in and continue talking about your journey and where you are and I guess what you're doing now to, for yourself. Yeah. So to make sure you're, you know, you're protected. Yeah. So now my thing is, it's not about me no more. Yeah. It's like, hey man, I live, I live, I live my life. I'm like, hey, it's about my future. And it's about my kids' future when I have kids. And it's about grandkids. And it's about little nieces and nephews. Like, my cousin just had, uh, our cousin, Jerose, just had a kid. I'm yeah. like, man, it's about that one. About your little, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. It's about that. It's not no longer about us bickering about this. So, me, I'm looking at, I was like, hey, I'm looking at properties now and things like that. So, I had a simple exchange. And it took a, the broker, she's an Afro-American queen broker, to tell me. She said, Otis. Don't put that, when we put this property, yeah, we get you financed through your name, but we taking that property and putting it in the trust. And mm -hmm. we'll connect you with someone and put this in the trust so it's safe. Because in the state of California, I didn't know, me doing research, in the state of California, just like you were saying earlier, here in California, you can have a will. They still gonna put it in probate. They don't, they don't care about no will, they don't care about nothing. It's still going through our system. And you're gonna have to spend money, get attorneys, all that. But once it's in the trust, it's protected. So me exactly. now, so I'm like, hold on, man. I watched your live one day. You was talking, and I'm like, hey, you know what? I need to start setting myself up, setting these things up. And plus, I just lost a. He's like a brother. He's a brother to the family. And he was 29 years old and passed away. Boom. In his car last week. Like, yeah, last week. Just passed away hmm. in his car. Nothing in place. But he's making his money, making his money, doing his thing, truck driving, making all his money. I'm like, ah, oh, you don't have nothing protecting yourself, you know, protecting yourself. So now I'm like, hey, we got to protect ourselves. We got to we got to got to protect our assets and have a plan for the future. Exactly. I'm like, man. So I'm like anything I grab from now on, I'm a set, I'm setting it up with, like, hey, I'm going to have a trust, taking out my personal name, all that, because this is a headache. With going yeah. through with my parents, my grandmother, it's a headache. I even went through depression. I had to go to therapy. I talk about it. You know, I'm open. I mean, book. I can only imagine. That's a Man, lot. When I tell you, the shoulder. It it not, really is. Yeah, not even able to deal with because you can't deal with more. You can't mourn. You got to always yeah. be on it, and you got to keep bringing up the issue, issue, issue. So I didn't mourn until what? What? Mm, I say ending the last year. And I think wow. that's when it finally hit me, like, boom. Like, we're supposed to be together. Now we're bickering. We're fighting. And people think, they, oh, well, I'm, this supposed to be mine. And that's supposed to be mine. I'm like, okay. Then the question come up, hey, you wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's just yeah. ridiculous. And, like, my yeah. dad wanted a certain way, but we should have had them difficult conversations. Exactly. Hey, look, you don't want them to have nothing? Well, it's in the trust. It, they can't have nothing. This is what you're doing. Whoever had access to it. This the way it's going. Right. It's, like it's too many. You mentioned something about California, mm -hmm. and it's the same thing in Georgia, and I would, I would dare say across the nation. Mm -hmm. When you have a will, right, mm -hmm. assuming, you, assuming you want to put the will and I guess, put the will to use when somebody dies to say yeah. this is what's wanted to happen. It has to go through probate court. That's the only way a will works. Yeah. So if all you have is a will, and your family wants to, okay, the will said I get this, and he gets that. You mm -hmm. have to go through probate. And so the whole point is to avoid probate court, yeah, right? I want to reiterate it. that. We want to avoid, avoid it, it, avoid it, avoid Trust it. Trust me, you want to avoid it's it. Costly. <laughs> it's costly. It's time-consuming. It's draining. And generally, I would say nobody wins. Yeah. Like, the family's not necessarily satisfied. And when you have a trust, 
that that the person who's creating the trust for themselves and their their you know their heirs and beneficiaries, mm. they have the power and control in advance of their death to actually sit down, and be clear thinking, and say what exactly they want to happen. And and everybody can see the trust, know what it is, and there's no question about their intentions. Right? I did. We did see a question from I think Willie said, "What's the cost associated with having a will?" and trust professionally constructed and filed. And so to answer that question, Willie, it really depends on the attorney, right? Mm. So if you're asking me personally, wills start at about $600. And that's more because the time it takes. Drafting a will is pretty simple, but you have a complex will versus a simple will. A simple will is just pretty much people might have a bank account, piece of property in a car, and they want to leave it to one or two people straightforward, right? Complex wills can come into place when there's multiple properties, multiple accounts, multiple beneficiaries and heirs that they want to leave multiple things to, and it gets a little bit more complex. So I would say for me, it ranges between 600 to $800. And that is involved with the drafting, but also the, the, the conversations that, that goes into place of talking to the family, walking them through with the editing of it, and then the final signatures. So it's more so the time. Right now, I'm partnering with a amazing attorney in Indiana. Her name is Jennifer Norian. She is a guru, trust expert. Right now, her cost with trust is a little bit more expensive than what I just quoted for a will, uh-huh. but it's nothing that's going to make you be like, okay, that's just too expensive yeah. for me. And we do we do payment plans. So I would say that those are more like the $1,000, $1,500 range. So it's not that big of a difference in the pricing. And honestly, Jennifer prefers to do trust based on what we just discussed, right? Yeah. Probate, no probate. And so she charges the same for her wheels that she does for her trust. Uh, and so kind of trying to steer clients to go trust. doing the trust because that's actually the best option. Yeah. And so, Willie, I hope that answers your question. And also, too, I found out if you're a VA veteran and mm-hmm. you've been in the service, they will help you for free. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. If you can't, if you can't afford outside, but you always want me, I always say me, because dealing with this, my dad was retired from the military. You always say, you always want to, me, just personally, you always want to get somebody on the outside, get India or anybody else from the outside, just Jennifer, get it, to look it over, mm-hmm. to make sure it's filed correctly. I always suggest that, get a second opinion over things like that. But they will do it for free. You know what I'm saying? His will, all that. They was willing to do that for free. But I messed up and was like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to wait, hold out. You know, and which yeah. was the biggest, was a big mistake, me knowing now. But for real, if you're in a service member, military, any of that, veteran, they will help you on that end. It, on that end of it for free, but I always say get a second opinion from outside resource as well. Okay, I see another question. It says, mm-hmm. once a trust is done, does the family pay after the time of death or is it a one-time cost? Okay, so a couple things with that one. So there's a payment up front, right, to, for the trust to be drafted and completed and put together. There can be payment on the back end and that's more or less when the family wants that particular trustee, whether it's the not the trustee, yeah, the trustee, mm-hmm. and or the attorney or the financial institution that's maintaining the trust to do certain maintenance, right? So there are maintenance costs yearly or every two years, because you would imagine, now that it doesn't happen, but for the most part, for most of us, things don't drastically change within a year or two, maybe it's a couple of years, and so there are maintenance costs to maintain the trust, but those are 
that can be on a payment plan as well. And if the trust is set up the right way, the trust itself can pay for it. And so it's the whole point is that your beneficiaries are not the ones coming out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you have a will, if there's no life insurance with that will and, or any no money set aside, your beneficiaries are, or your heirs rather are coming out of pocket to pay for your funeral, to pay for probate, all these different things. And if they don't have the money, then that's just, it's really a sad case. Yeah. And so it, it, it is important. I would say to definitely look into getting a trust, finding out if that's what you need, depending on what your assets are. Mm. But it is a one-time payment, yes, to get the trust started and completed. And then on the back end, there may be maintenance costs that your trust itself can pay for, depending on what your assets are. And so I I think it's worth it long-term versus, you know, the the stress, the financial financial stress, the emotional stress, the mental stress, physical stress, because all that stuff can, you know, bother your, your physical having to deal on the back end with the will and probate. So yeah, good question. Yeah, that was a good question. And while we have, I guess, a little bit of a break, if anybody else has questions, feel free to kind of ask here on the uh, live. But while they're doing that, we have about like 14 minutes um, left before the live shuts off. We have another question. Hold on. Do blended families need to trust? And so that's a good question. And actually my husband asked that. So, we actually have a blended family mm-hmm. and we have two trusts based on the ex- expert um, opinion we've gotten from Jennifer in our own research and my own research. I do think when there's a blended family, you should definitely have separate trusts. Uh, right now I'm, I'm working on my own trust. My husband's working on his and it's more or less because we do have a blended family. We want to make sure his kids are taken care of. And obviously the kids that he has that are not between the two of us, yeah. they have their own mothers. And so, if, a, if he were to pass before I did, those assets that he has in his trust we need to go to any of the his children's parents or mothers, rather, if they're still minors. Okay. And so it's important to have two separate trusts because I would do the right thing, but you can imagine some people don't. Yeah, for <laughs> <And> real. <laughs> when there's money involved, like you said, people start bickering about what my dad really wanted to do and all this different stuff. And although his trust would dictate it, um, it's still to be it's still to be on a safe side to have two separate trusts when there is a blended family. Yeah, and so that was a good question. I think he yeah. he asked that just for me to touch on it because hey, that's a one. great question. That's a great <laughs> one. <laughs> great question. But yeah, before we run out of too much time, I'm sure he he'll probably ask more questions. And if anybody else asks questions, please you know feel free to you know add them here on the comment section on the live. But I definitely want to dive into no cuff no change, which is uh, Mr. Otis's non-profit organization. I really want to learn more about what that is. Um, I know you mentioned it was something your father kind of started and you mm. pretty much taking the torch and you're running with it. And I, I want to just learn more about that. So we, we can all learn more about it and what you're doing with it. Yeah. So it's basically the name came up from my lady at the time, No Cuffs, No Chains, when all this, you know, the Black Lives Movement was going on and things like that. So she was like, hey, she came up to it, came up with it. And presented it to me. And it started off with just, she just did it on jackets and brought it to me. Me, I'm sitting there thinking, we both like helping people. So she was like, hey, we love helping people. And it started off, like I said, young with my dad at SEPA. When we at SEPA and we was, it was a food bank. So he had a food bank where he was, man, we was feeding thousands of families, like thousands Mm -hmm. of families. He had contracts with big corporations like Frito-Lay. 
Gatorade, you know, things like that. So they giving us stuff, giving us stuff. And he's feeding, just feeding the homeless. And that's something that I picked up from him. Like, I love helping my people. And at the same time, he was providing legal paperwork and le- anything legally that people needed. He was helping them out with it because he studied yeah. it in school. I mean, he studied it while he was in prison. And this right. man did not need a lawyer for nothing. Cause he, uh, he, I know he knew it. Yeah, he did not need a lawyer for nothing. When I say, hey, and, and I always think, I said, man, if my dad was alive now, I wouldn't have to deal with probate things. But it happens for a reason. Uh, so we came up with a name, and I was like, you know what? Let's make this into a nonprofit. And said, so made it to a nonprofit. And I'm like, hey, let's help our people. We need to help our people. Also, the people are individuals that in prison that's getting out of prison it's like like i was saying earlier it's like it's typical like okay we le- release them and then we want them just to jump back in society like nah they had they had them went through some mental issues like some mental mm. problems in in the system so it's like hey why not give them therapy help them give them therapy for for how long ever it takes for them connect with therapists and attorneys to help these young black men, because I, like I said, I know of several of them that's in there doing time for no reason. You know, right. just in there is like, are you kidding me? You got that much time for a person that said you got 22 years for nothing? Like, come on, man. And you just in here, you know what I'm saying, in prison. So it's like, man, hell on. I want to help these people. Prison reform. Help these people. Like my dad, he got out of prison, couldn't vote. He didn't have no rights. He can't carry a gun. We can't have no guns around him. He couldn't vote. He couldn't do nothing. I'm like, man. You know what? We turn this to a nonprofit and start connecting with with attorneys, with food banks, with I even got realtors where it was like, hey, man, I, we have big goals that right now I'm looking. We looking at property like, hey, let's get land. Let's start growing our own food, you know, and, and things like that with and start feeding our people, giving the resources and things to our people. And then we went off and branched off with No Cuffs, No Chains podcast where we talk about these problems that t- these problems that goes on in the in the black community because they're not talking about it or, or it become too sensitive to talk about. You know, it's yeah. like, like, you know what? No, let's talk about this. Like we done talked about issues, a lot of issues on the podcast, with, but we also want to give solutions to them. Like, hey, just like we're talking about wills and trust right now. Like, hey, I, if I done knew these things, before this happened, I would have, you know, knew how to deal with it. Like I had a trust. I told my dad, hey, let's get a trust. Paid that money to make sure this right. happened. Like things like that. So we're using that platform to be able to, to to present, to go through issues and have solutions. No cuffs, no chains okay. itself is just our nonprofit to help our people. And also be And right now you're in California and Florida? Yeah, right now I'm in California. Okay. We we going to Florida we're trying to plan this back to school event for Florida. That's okay. coming in August to to help our people and things. Okay, like that. I see there's a lot of questions coming up. Questions. I know, yeah. right? I it like, looks like Sasha asked the question: How can you guarantee that money slash assets are properly distributed by someone when it's for a minor? So that's important. Obviously, that's a great question, and it's very important to have a trust because when you have a will, when there's minors involved, then there the court either appoints a conservative for that a guardian or conservative for that minor and then they're in control of those assets for that minor when you have a trust you name the trustee and the trustee can be an individual it can be an attorney it can be a custodial account at a bank 
and the whole point is to make sure when you pick a trustee, you pick somebody that's trustworthy. Yeah. Hence the word trustee, a family, friend, relative, a private fiduciary. Um, and basically they will protect the inheritance against any other family members so they can't spend the kids' money and so that the kids themselves don't just blow the money. And basically you can protect it in a way that your trust instructions can say how much money the kids get at certain times, at certain mm-hmm. ages. So, or if they can eat off the interest of the trust, they can eat off the principal. And what that means is essentially, okay, by the time the kid, kid reaches 18, they can get this amount of money, mm-hmm. right? They don't touch anything else. And so whoever the trustee is, you can dictate in the trust that they put that particular minor's assets or the money, if it's money, into a particular bank account, hopefully interest-bearing. And the kid gets a certain amount of the interest over time, and that way the money lasts and it's not just blown. And so hopefully that answers that question. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of nuances. You know, you can dictate what you want the trust to say specifically for that child or that minor and how you want it to be structured to protect them from themselves because, yeah. you know, as when you're young, you, we blow money. Yeah, for real. Um, also protect them from any other family members that may be spent through as well. Yeah. There was a, another question. Facebook question. See. When should couples newlyweds or single people seek to set up a trust right away? <laughs> <laughs> ASAP. For real. As soon as possible. And I, I think it starts with yourself, right? It starts with fear. It starts with yourself. You have to think about your assets, how you want to protect them, how what do you want to leave for future generations? It's like you said, oh, this is not just about you anymore. It's yeah. not about us. Yeah. We're not going to be here forever. What are we trying to build? And so once you start having that conversation with yourself, anybody that comes into your life, you have to have that conversation with them and hopefully mm-hmm. they're on the same page. And so, yeah, I think that's a conversation to have right away. Because if I, you know, had this vision of what I want to do and how I want to build and a person of interest or my significant other, we're not on the same page. Yeah. I need to know that early on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I need to create the trust and make sure the kids are protected and I'm protect, you know, my husband is protected and I do that and make sure same thing, protect my husband from himself. Cause if he's a spendthrift, I need to have certain language and the trust that he can't just spend all the money. Yeah. And you know, my kids are protected if, if I were to pass by their minors and stuff like that. So hopefully that answers that question that I think once you hear information about estate planning, I think you should definitely dig deeper yeah. and find out what's best for you and your family or just you as an individual based on the assets you currently have. And as you grow and get more assets, the trust can expand. You can add stuff up until your death into the trust. Yeah. So hopefully that answers that question. We have about four minutes. And so somebody asked the question, how are children from blended families are grown affected by trust or multiple ones still needed or that are grown. Okay. How are children from blended families that are grown are affected by trust or multiple ones still needed? So I had touched on that earlier about blended families that I think it's best to have separate trust and yeah, period. I think it's blessed. I mean, best to have separate trust just to protect that particular individual's heirs that are not the children of the other spouse. And so even if they are grown, if that, say for instance, me and my husband were married, he has some adult children, he has some minor children, so we have a blended family. He has his own trust, and some of them, his kids are grown, some are not. And I think it's best that we keep it that way to make sure his kids are protected. And so I do think multiple trusts are needed. It doesn't necessarily need to be multiple, meaning one for each child, 
mm-hmm. just that parent can have one trust that makes sure all of the kids of that parent are taken care of, regardless if they're grown or not. I hope that answers that question. If it doesn't, please feel free to DM me. Yes, most um, definitely. Because we are running out of some time, and I definitely want um, to discuss a little bit more of No Cuffs, No Chains. Tell us where we can, you know, reach him at, you know, find out more about, you know, for, excuse me, more information about his organization and, you know, see where we can buy some gear. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, so you can, um, real quick, um, you can definitely follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We got a TikTok now at No Cuffs, No Chains. So it's straight No Cuffs <laughs> with S, No Chains. And we're it's at, on his hat. Yeah, it's on my hat. hat. Yeah, yeah, exactly how it's spelled. No spaces. And you can also f- um, find us on on the website, www.nocuffsnochange. You can go in there and just go through, read more about our nonprofit, and you can go in there and shop and buy some merch. Like we just came out with Juneteenth shirt. I think one behind me. Yeah, one behind me. That? Yeah. Hey. Yeah, so we just dropped Juneteenth shirt. We're going to be dropping hats. We're going to be dropping a lot more. We got jackets on there, denim jackets. We're going to be dropping women's swimsuits, things like that. To, Quick question. Yeah, the pro, you're probably about to say the proceeds. Yeah, right yeah. Now. So the proceeds okay. is going back to all our goals to plan to help the communities. So it's like, right. okay, so we got a back to school event that we're trying to connect with, and hopefully we can get the okay from the state to throw it at this park. We're trying to all the proceeds is going back to help the communities, man. We're going back yeah. to to build these plans and these things to um to help our community get resources that they. They don't have access to. You can also right. go on our website. We having it posted up real soon. We just got approved Apple Podcasts where we where our podcast is going up. Where we talk about this will be up podcast. I sent it to you, India. This is gonna okay. definitely be up. So if you have like more questions, we ran out of time. She'll go back. You go on the, the podcast and listen that because she gave some good gems and some good good detail that I'm like, hey man, I oh, didn't even you. know. <laughs> that I'm like, and I appreciate you. That, like. Oh man, I appreciate you so much. I appreciate everybody that joined our live. It, the, the little time at the top of mind telling me I have a minute left. Yeah. And so I wanted to thank everybody who joined. Hopefully you learned something and you have additional questions or interested in estate planning now. Um, you have my information. I hope you see it's attorney.iya, attorney.iya. And you can DM me. I think my page has my website information and my phone number. Definitely contact me if you have additional questions. We do free consultation. Um, I also have a YouTube channel. Um, I have another live that I did that should be on my page that kind of goes a little bit more into depth about estate planning. So any additional questions anybody has, feel free to reach out. Definitely support Otis and what he has going on with No Custom, No Change. It's a great thing he's doing in the communities out there in California and Florida. Again, I'm located in Georgia. Anybody in Georgia that has an estate planning question or wants to move forward with a plan, has a personal injury issue, definitely yeah. feel free to call me. But anybody outside the state of Georgia, if you have a state planning question, feel free to call me. I have colleagues across the nation that I can connect you with. And I hope this was insightful, informational, informational. Definitely. And we thank you all for your time. I have We have 10 seconds left. So <laughs> happy Thursday to everybody. and Have a great, great weekend. Thank you, Otis, Yo, so Thank much. you. Thank you, Queen. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, man, that was a dope interview, you know, with with India, man. That she was very informational. She provided a lot. And then me speaking on the story, you know, speaking on the story of things that I'm going through with probate, it took me back, man. It took me back just being real. You know, I always say I wanna come over here come on here 
and use this platform, always be real and authentic. It took me back and it brought up some emotions. Like me, I, I had to go to therapy for some of this crap. You know what I'm saying? That's going on. Now, I'm still yeah. dealing with this crap today. I just got an email today about the correspondence from my sister's attorney. Like, But it's like, bro, me just looking back now, just like, man, even talking to Indy, like if we would have had these things in place, and my dad would have had a will. And also, too, I fumbled the ball because he told me and Mia to get, told Mia to do the will, you know. And we didn't take the time to do it because we was like, okay, we got, we have enough time. You know, he's yeah. not going to transition at this moment. And then like a week later, he was on life support. You get what I'm saying? Unresponsive. I'm, I don't feel like you fumbled the ball. I think it all comes down to familiarity, if yeah. I'm saying the word correctly. It all comes down to like, how familiar you are. And that's the thing that other races are not afraid of because they're familiar with those things, just like money in general. Yeah. They're familiar with money. They have money. So when you give them 60,000, a hundred thousand, they're not trying to buy the, the first chain or sports car they see. So yeah. I think, you know, that's why we bringing this up. The more familiar we are with those things, the better off we are. And it's not something that, you know, that's what, you know, we all know death is coming. Yeah. You know, it's in nobody's promise tomorrow. You're not promised to make it the next hour. So I think, you know, it was great for me hearing that information, you know, because I have a son, you know, yeah. I have somebody that I don't want to say depends on me, but I mean, yeah, I have somebody that I'm responsible for, basically. Yeah. And I don't have a, I don't want to be honest. I don't have a will or a trust. Yeah, I so don't either. Of, yeah. Yeah. So I'm a part of that 70 percent. And if something, God forbid, if something were to happen, I mean, he he doesn't have any siblings, but still to be have to pay lawyers and it would go to, you know, it, you know, it just all the tangled up stuff that you have to go to, through to get that. And like, I don't even think you touched on enough about, you know, we're talking about money, but just the emotional, like parents have yeah. died. People have died. Yeah. So when you don't have those things in place, you got somebody that's dealing with, you know, your death and also having to battle the courts for dollar bills. Like and like she said, it destroys families. Yeah. And if you if you have these things in place and what's and, you know, like one thing that she said that shocked me was like, oh, you know, six hundred dollars. I'm like, damn. Yeah. And then she's like a thousand five hundred. I'm like, oh, shoot. But then I had to think and I'm like, what is that? To, for your, the future yeah. of my of for my real. son or the future of my assets. Yeah. What is that? You spend that in what? You know, like, <sighs> depending on who you are, you spend that, you know, in a couple of days. You got a car, you didn't spend the 1500 in a couple of months, yeah. you know, paying that off. So that's, you know, like, we have to start putting things in hindsight. And Stop pro- thinking about the, the, like, right now. Like, yeah. if you, and that's the same thing with investments. When people, you know, think about, okay, $2,000 investment, they get scared. Oh, $2,000, I don't want to put that. But it's like, this is something for the rest of your life. And th- and, and to chime on what you just said, mm-hmm. if you put the fifteen dollars or the six hundred, correct, and mm-hmm. you put that and you take that, what is that to me spending over $6,000 and still mm-hmm. adding in probate court? Exactly, exactly. And, the, and, that, and, that's, and we're talking about, right now, we're just talking about the dollars. <sighs> That's not to add the stress. Hmm. Like this stuff adds stress, you know, like to your life. Man. You still have to work. You still have to take care of your family. You still, so you're in probate court. Somebody has passed away, you know, that's close to you. And you dealing with probate, you dealing with court on top of that. Like, 
that takes a toll on you, like you yeah. said. And just mentally, like, let's talk about that for a moment. Like, like you said, like, that's mental stress, man. I didn't start grieving until ending the last year. I, I mentioned that on the live, and you're going to hear it once you tune in. You're going to hear me mention it, but I didn't talk a lot about it. But mentally, dude, when I say I didn't get a chance to grieve because I had to keep going, it's like, hey, man, if I don't keep doing this and, and handling business and doing what I need to do, who's going to do it? So I had to like, I didn't have time to sit there. Okay, let me grieve and think about this. But every time a letter come in from a lawyer, a lawyer call you, it's bringing up some or individuals, yeah. what, what, like I said, I always like to keep it real. What pissed me off more about it is like, you guys wasn't there. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's like, you wasn't there. And my dad knew that. And you knew if my, my dad, my grandma, you knew if they was here and they would have did a trust and they did a will, things wouldn't be going like y'all trying to say. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So if they would have protected their assets a little better, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, with a trust and things like that, you know, you guys probably wouldn't have been getting the shit. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You guys wouldn't be getting nothing, but everybody, it happens a lot with the black families and black communities where, where people die and motherfuckers think they can just, they entitled to some shit. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm entitled to this. Mother, man, look, like me, I'm speaking, speaking like this because I get emotional, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But shit like, and I like to keep it real. Like, even with my sisters, like y'all wasn't there, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? When you were there, I was here in California. Y'all called me to fix stuff. Y'all had this man burning up in the house in AC. You get what I'm saying? Louis, yeah. you know, you were there. You like seen some yeah. stuff and you said when I was feeling bad, like, man, you was like, oh, when it was, but I was seeing you. Like when you, when it was time for you to get shit done, you got it done. You didn't ask no yeah. questions. You ain't say nothing. I'm like, I'm not doing none of that to get no pat in the pat on the back. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing mm -hmm. that. Yeah, still to this day, man. Yeah, still it's to like, this day, you 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 continue to handle your business, man. Yeah. That's something to be admired for. But but like like you like you were saying before, like let's let's get into like what it takes, you know. Yeah. What it takes to actually get this stuff done. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like like you were saying, like when when you're able when somebody has a trust or will done for you, yeah. just say like he dies and he say, Okay, oh you get everything and your sisters get nothing. It's easy for you because you can say that's what he said. Yep, for real. <laughs> you can. It, it's no. It takes all. So they can yeah. hate. You know that. Take it up with him in you. the upper room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they can't hate you. They can just go ahead and take that out on. Yeah. On, on the person. <laughs> Pray about it, bro. Like, Pray about yeah, it. Yeah. So exactly. So that's another thing that takes a lot of stress because what if you left and you're the person? Everybody's like, okay. You have to divvy it up. You got to decide yeah. who gets what. You know, what if they say, okay, like, you know, we're going to leave it up to you, oh, yeah. who gets what? Yeah. And that puts a lot of pressure on you. Like, mm -hmm. oh, should you? And then that can build battles like, oh, well, you didn't give me as much as her and, you know, so on and so forth. So that's that's why this is important. If we want to build black wealth, we can't be at 70%. Yeah, you, that's you, we ridiculous, be man. Seventy percent, and this is something that you only got to do one time. Yeah, maybe. I mean, as you build, you can you can you know put more into it. Like, yeah, I'm sure y'all. You know, this is after the podcast, so you know you can do more. But I want to just go over the big things that she talked about in there. So I want to go over the blended families because I know a lot of individuals, um, including myself, have blended families. Well, I don't have another child, but, you know, so if what are you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. People have blended family. So getting that and saying like, hey, 
I'm going to set up a separate trust. So that way my current wife or, you know, situation can't say like, well, y'all ain't getting nothing. I'm taking it all. You yeah. Because like you say, you never know what happens when you go on. Yeah. You don't know how to, you know, what happens, you know, when you go on, you don't want that person to be, you want to divide that up. You want to make sure that your, your kids in no matter what family, mm-hmm. you know, are, are set. So having two of those, another thing she talked about is when should you start one? Mm-hmm. When you have a, when you get married, a newlywed, right she away, said, right, right away. away, right so, away. You know, and that's what that's. I like what she says because she she said you need to know if that person's on the same page. For they real. Might, you might get in. I mean, hopefully y'all talk about this before y'all get married. But you might marry somebody that's like, hey man, I, I'm giving check. this, yeah. I'm giving this all to my kids. For real. Or you know, like I'm, you know, this giving all to you. And or she might be like, well, I got it. You know, I got certain people in my family where I feel like you know need this because. You know, nobody dies at, well, nine times out of 10, you're not going to die at the same time. So let's, you know, get those things straight. Even if that happens, like if it happens where it passed, like I was speaking in there, if you go back to live and you listen, my dad passed away 60 days on the same date. You know what I'm saying? Hold on. It might not have been the same day, but it was 60 days when we calculated right behind my mother. So it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, they both gone. So, Okay who's who now it is who's responsible for now it's okay the Mm. state like this here i'm gonna be real the state ain't nothing but leeches they're gonna figure out ways to pull money out of us and especially in guys protected okay you 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 ain't get this okay we gonna we gonna suck every dollar from because you're basically paying the state you you know that's what they're about they're about we know that about the court system about tickets Mm -hmm. about all that you know they you know what their game plan is they don't care about your family. They don't care about what you're going through. All you are to them is a case number and a dollar and amount, yep. a dollar sign. Yep. So, you know, make sure you're having these conversations early and often. Yeah. You know about who's getting and and also you can do your family a favor by not having no surprises, yeah. showing them. Yeah. You make that trust in that will and passing the papers out. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this is what it's gonna be. Oh yeah, and and don't... you can go and split it. Like if y'all got a yeah. business together or got assets together or, or things like that. Hey man, look, sp- split the price of going mm-hmm. to get a state. We just the state name we want to go in and here want it protected. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and we and we didn't even we didn't even touch on life insurance. Yeah, and that that's what leaves a lot of African Americans. In debt, yeah, you know the burial cost you put in if a, if a house is not paid for or they got more liens on the house, you know you put that thing in that somebody's name and now they're responsible for payments, you it's, know. So yeah. let's not let's let's not forget we talking about the that good aspect like if you own property, if you own you know assets or money, but say you're just a regular, you know, not I don't want to say regular, but just say you're a person that's not that financially built up yet mm-hmm. and you pass and you have people that you have a burial cost. You don't want to put that burden on other people. You have debt because trust me, you know, the government, just cause you die, that don't mean your debt dies. That means it get passed on just like your will or trust. What? It gets passed oh. on to them and, I and there's see. no, and they're not, they're not worried about that. They going to give it to whoever the nearest person is. Yeah. They go, they giving you that debt. And so, I can speak from that, from experience, like, and just to speak on that, like it passes on without having a trust and will in in place and done right and talk about estate planning, man. Once that's in 
if it's not in place, man, those debts do transfer over. And also, you get another individual, say you got a greedy older sister, older brother that comes in, and you like, like she said on the live, you can't trust people. So you got this greedy individual come in and say, hey, look, hey, I'm filing for this, this life insurance policy. And a life insurance mm-hmm. policy, I'm going to file for it, and we're going to split it between mm-hmm. us. But y'all want to split this little $10,000, and he got other debts and liens on the property and yeah. all that. So guess who has to, t- speaking from my personal experience, guess who had to take care of this, these things? Me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I have to pay this out of my own pocket, pay for this. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? All this stuff, these these expenses that he left behind. But you don't, mm-hmm. okay, look, man, hey, take that $10,000 and pay this stuff off. So, but if, like you said, if a will, a trust, and estate planning was in place, none of this, none of these problems would happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say one thing about life insurance mm-hmm. policies, man. Me, I'm looking into them now to get, make sure I get, you know what I'm saying, one and, and tell my people, my boy Lou, you know what I'm saying, make sure we all get this stuff squared away, but also a life insurance policy. I'm going to tell, I'm speaking straight to our community. I'm speaking to the blacks, the Mexicans. I'm going to say something very clear, and I hope you guys hear me. Stop getting, one, stop having, stop walking around without life insurance policy, especially mm-hmm. you out here doing dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? That You keep tiptoeing, doing dumb shit. You know you out there doing whatever. Make sure you get life, protect yourself, too, at the same time. What I'm finna tell you, stop getting these policies that's $10,000, this cheap shit that's, okay, only compare, pay for your barrier. No, raise that, because most of these things, when you're young and you think, and, and, and young like that, you can get a policy that's 100 grand, that's little or nothing. Like, you could spend $40, $40 a month on your insurance plan, on your uh, your barrier, whatever, your life insurance policy. Life insurance. Yeah, li- your life insurance policy. Thank you, Lord. To $40 a month, I'm just speaking on what the numbers that I've seen for myself, yeah, whatever. In general. In yeah. general, you know what I'm saying? You spend that, even if it's $100 a month, you spend mm-hmm. that on your life insurance policy. That's going to protect you, give you a 200 grand or more than that. And that's left to your families. Imagine you got kids and you leave that and you could pay that house off. You can pay that car debt off. You can mm-hmm. pay all these things off, but we don't. And like, and, Go exactly. Ahead. Go ahead. Like we're, and like we were saying, like, if you're, and that's what I wanted to get to, if you're a person that doesn't have a lot of assets that, you know, in your life, you weren't able to build that, and that that happens, you get a life insurance plan that sets your family up. So if you weren't able to ever save up 100000 mm-hmm. 200000 you know, you pay what? You know, you can set up life insurance plans for $40 a month, $50 a month that don't increase if you in decent health, you know, you have to do your research on that and you can leave your family something to something to lean on. Like she said, you know, your family doesn't live on legacy. They can't live off of he was a great man and a, he yeah. a great servant. They have to, you know, they can live off that in a in a physical not physical but you know, mental way, but as far as like assets and things that you need, like you can leave them something. If you're not able to save up something, you can actually leave them something that you know can help them grow towards the future because think about it when you if you're able to you know get older you know if you're able to get older and you have kids that you know you know you have kids they're gonna have grandkids at by that time so you're not just thinking about one generation you're thinking about that generation and the next generation so if you try to split ten thousand amongst ten people <laughs> that ain't and you got to talk about burial 
What? That ain't going to get you off the bus. And and we got to talk about, you know, inflation. So that 10,000, 20 years, you know, hopefully you get to live 20, 30 years. That 10,000, think about what 10,000 was 100 years ago. What the amount ago was that? So you got to think you, the next generation, you got to think 100 years. Mm-hmm. The next generation, that's 200 years. Yeah. So we got to, we got to, you know, do a better job. A better job, man, of yeah. making sure our our future is secure. And, and not just saying you guys, but we also, when we're talking, we're talking to ourselves because we yeah. got to do that. Facts. Too. Like Facts. We're, we're talking to ourselves. We're not just talking at it like we perfect, like we know it. Mm-hmm. No, because we, like we said, we don't even have these things. Like we, yes. I just started like this, was, I, but I took the time and learned from it. And I'm like, hey, I need to set this up. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm telling all my boys, like people that's club, hey, we need to set this up. There's something that mm-hmm. need to be talked about. Me, I yeah. hate talking about death uh, and things like that. But yeah. Also, too, just losing my parents so fast and my grandma so fast. Like, hey, that's reality, man. That one day yeah. we're going to be here and one day we're going to be gone. So it's like, yeah. just pray to whoever you pray to, you know, and, and, and whoever you worship, you know. You know what I'm saying? Just hey, ask them for guidance, you know, and and, yeah. and pray that no one leaves too soon or whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like me, I just lost a close like he's a brother to the family like and I me I don't believe in this step and I don't believe in oh you're a friend no you hey you bro, you're a brother you're a brother you know what I'm saying so yeah. he just passed away he was 29 years old rest in peace P you yeah. know what I'm saying rest and, in peace man yeah so it's like bro you don't even but he like did you did you have this I'm quite sure he didn't you know what I'm saying I don't know too mm-hmm. much about his personal because I haven't been to Florida even to get into that but I'm pretty sure he didn't have that set up you know and if he did hey man hey I'm happy for you you know what I'm saying that you did but how many like you just said you just read the numbers 70 percent after night so that means if you got if you got 10 friends three of them might you know might have it and they don't teach this in school they don't teach this in school at all they don't they don't they you know it's the you know it's set up to it's not set up for you to succeed. It's not set up for you to make it, to make great decisions. You know, they want to teach you about, you know, this, you know, I'm not, we, that's another time for another day. But, yeah. you know, like, like we said, like, if I were to die, I don't have one set up. So I'm no better than, I'm in that set. I just want to make it clear. Yeah. I'm in that 70%. Yeah. You know, if, if something me, were yeah. to happen, I'm, I am not set up. So this was a very extremely informational for yeah. me because I have a son. Yeah. And I and I'm just thinking about it like, you know, cuz time flies. 40, 50 years ago, 50 years from now, I don't want to have my son and his friend in the same position. Yeah, for real. I want to I want to I wanted to be a different type of conversation like, you know, thank God my dad set this up for me and my family, you know, my now I'm I'm straight. My kids mm-hmm. are straight and like you oh. know, we are And it's like to, a it's like a boost. You know. Yeah. You know, his death is not his death did not come with financial stress. It just yeah. came with obviously the, you know, the, the mental stress of losing somebody. That's the only stress, you know, that's the stress you can't control. But, you know, that's what I'm all about. Control the things that you can control and you can control how you live, how you leave your legacy in both financially and mentally. So let's just work on, you know, building that legacy financially and mentally. That's all I have to say. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Hey, you summed it up, man. Just like he said right there, man. Hey, look, let's protect our assets, man. Let's protect our assets. If we don't do it, no one 
will. No one will, man. Let's protect our asset and set up for the future, man. Hey, let's look into it. If you haven't, like you said, you haven't, make sure you go out and do it. Look at Will's Trust and start estate planning. Don't matter how how old you are. You can even get a, a life insurance probably on your young child, on your, your child that's born. Let, but let's start looking at these things, especially as a community. Like with me, I'm doing this ASAP. As soon as I get off the phone, we we um, uh, phone or get off this podcast, I'm on it, you know. So I hope you guys too, man. To sum this up, man, like I always say, have love, peace, and a solid mind. And my number one thing I always lead with, handle your business, man. Handle your business. Make sure you handle your business. Peace. We done took a dream and turned it to a scene. Anything I wanted, everything I needed. Gotta pace yourself, it's all about your baby. You can have it all, it's all about your race. I done took my name and carved it in the cement.